<laughs> well, all right. Before we get started, first reported by ESPN's Adam Schefter, Urban Meyer fired as the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. On this podcast, we talked about it before he actually got fired. And you think we actually did it a lot later than we usually do, so kind of figured we maybe would be ahead of that. But no, we were not. Urban Meyer reportedly out in Jacksonville, first reported by ESPN, now confirmed by multiple outlets, NFL Network, The Athletic. It is reported that offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel will be the interim head coach of the Jaguars from the time being. Of course, this news coming the same day the former Jacksonville kicker Josh Lambeau told the Tampa Bay Times that Meyer kicked him while he was stretching during practice in August. That last paragraph straight from The Athletic, from an article in The Athletic. Shad Khan, the Jaguars owner, released a statement December 15th, or Central Time here, 11.51 p.m. Central Time, that Daryl Bevel will serve as the interim head coach, uh, confirming those reports. And here's the main quote. After deliberation over many weeks and a thorough analysis of the entirety of Urban's tenure with our team, I am bitterly disappointed to arrive at the conclusion that an immediate change is imperative for everyone. I informed Urban of the change this evening. As I stated in October, regaining our trust and respect was essential. Regrettably, it did not happen. End quote. October, October statement was in reference to Urban Meyer going going to a bar in Ohio, not traveling with the team after a Thursday night game, and then having a woman grind on him, and the video went around social media. So, yeah. Because of this news, we're actually going to move our Urban Meyer segment to the front of the podcast, and then talk about Steph Curry, and then talk about COVID, and then do throw a flag. So if the intros maybe sound off, that is why. So if the intros maybe sound off, that is why. Also, before we start, Demarius Thomas found dead in his home last week in Roswell, Georgia. Just a tragic story. Great wide receiver for the Broncos. Really started to become well-known when he caught that 80-yard pass from Tim Tebow in overtime of a Broncos playoff game against the Steelers. I think a lot of sports fans, I know all the Broncos fans know that one. And then had his best season when Peyton Manning came to town. Hey, Manny had a record-breaking season. Demarius Thomas had over 1,400 yards that season. And really, Thomas was just a great person as well. Was always smiling. Was always happy. You, you saw after his death, so many people come out and tell the stories of how he treated other people's children like, like his own. And he, he was always just a really happy person and a bright light in this world. And it's just tragic that he is gone so soon at the age of 33. We'll talk about what the Broncos did to honor him. We'll do that at the end to throw a flag, kind of as the, the good flag. Rest in peace to Marius Thomas, you were gone too soon. Now to Urban Meyer. Before we knew he was fired, the conversation I have, Nathan Bowles with Jose Duran, Omeraloya, Season 2, Episode 8, Flags and Fouls. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 8 of Flags and Fouls. Nathan Bowles, Jose Duran, Omero Loya, Sean Doherty could not be with us today. He's in my basement. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Flags and Fouls. 
Well, here, here's here's the thing, though, and, and this is a little hard to talk about. And you know what? Next week, we may even need to talk about the Washington football team because yeah. there's a lot of problems there. However, we're a little we short on time, and I don't think a lot of I don't think a lot of things are going to change, or at least we can probably still talk about it next week. So, Urban Meyer, the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. Jags are two and ten this season, right? Or, or I think uh-huh. they may actually be two and eleven this season. It doesn't really matter. They're bad. The Jaguars are bad, and a lot of it comes back in some way on Urban Meyer, who For a lot sure. of criticism Trash. when he was hired. A lot of criticism when he was hired as a college coach. Could he coach in the NFL? Should he be coaching in the NFL? Is there are moral issues there? I mean, go look back at Florida. Look back at why he ended up leaving. Look at Ohio State. What happened there with Zach Smith. Look at, and also just look at why he seen. I, I think it's something with his brain or something like that when he gets stressed. Why he's coaching like physically, I don't think this man can handle it, but he's lost like 11 times now and he hasn't keeled over. So I don't know. Maybe he's all I right. bet this is his last season. Quick interjection from the future. You, uh, yeah, you should have bet on that. I, God, you would think, you know, he may end up this quitting on his own. season. Yeah, well, exactly. He may just, he may quit, but he may need to be pushed out. And, and that's kind of the thing is, you know, Shad Khan and the Jaguars, Shad Khan, the Jags owner, they'd have to pay a lot of money. But when you have a coach who, you know, this was a minor incident week four. I mean, the... Him being at a bar and a woman grinding on him isn't necessarily the issue. What he when he needs to apologize for is not being with the team, leaving the team behind to go do that. That is not what a head coach should do. And and ultimately, I think the local media wasn't too happy about it. So (laughs) don't get into Urban Meyer and assistant coaches. That that's part of why he probably shouldn't have been hired in the first place. But you know, yeah, and and also, oh, and also how Chris Doyle, his hand-picked strength and conditioning coach for this team, he resigned under pressure in February after renewed focus on the allegations of racial remarks that led to Doyle leaving the University of Iowa in 2020. Go look that up. Go look up what Chris Doyle did. So, and then for Meyer to hire him is completely tone deaf, frankly. So... Now we've got, they actually won two of their next four games after the incident in Ohio, and but they, they haven't won a whole lot since. I mean, you're talking about James Robinson in the loss to the Rams. Urban Meyer ordered Robinson to be benched after he only, after he only fumbled once and then just kept him on the bench, insisting Carlos Hyde start playing, which Hyde ain't the same as Robinson. It's just like Robinson's one of the best players on this team, maybe the best offensive player on this team, frankly. And then Trevor Lawrence had to question Urban Meyer. Trevor Lawrence, rookie quarterback, had to go in and say, why is he not in the game? Marvin Jones, one of the locker room's most respected and mild-mannered by all reports, he became so angry, he left the facility. He got tired. Other staff members had to convince him to come back. During a staff meeting, Meyer delivered a message that he's a winner and his assistant coaches are losers. Keep in mind, this team has only won twice this year, and it is week 15. Keep that in mind. And let's not even get to, and and I know, excuse me, let's get to what happened today. We have the report from the Tampa Bay Times, Rick Stroud. 
Ex-Jags kicker Josh Lambeau alleges that Urban Meyer kicked him during practice. Lambeau, he 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 mentioned that Meyer would always allegedly call people, you know, kicker, punter, long snapper, or end quote, or bag dipshit, or whatever the hell it was. End quote. And the names didn't really bother him, but but then it, it wasn't that. It was it was then what happened next. And Lambeau said he was in a lunge position, and then. Urban Meyer came up to him and said, quote, hey, dipsh, make your fucking kicks. And he kicked Josh, end quote, and he kicked Josh Lambeau in the leg. Lambeau said it was like a five out of ten. It wasn't like that hard, but it wasn't like he just kind of tapped him. I mean, he kicked him. And then later, he and Lambeau said other people hurt, other players heard it, saw it, didn't want to involve him, so he didn't name him. Meyer denied the incident happened. How Lambo said it was. Later, even Urban Meyer said to Josh Lambo, later he's in the nutritional aisle. Meyer said, Are you going to put a smile on that face? And according to Lambo, he said back, I'll smile if you stop kicking me. Lambo said he reported the incident to his agent, who contacts the Jaguars legal counsel. Both Urban, both uh, Lambo's agent and the Jags confirmed that this was, actually happened. And Lambo said he had, quote, no recollection of being able to speak with the Jags legal team. So, and Lambo said he decided to come out with this story after hearing everything else that had happened inside the Jags facility since then. I just. I don't like you know, him. I don't like Urban Major. He's a bitch. <laughs> he just, he didn't even say his name right. Garvin Major, bro. <laughs> just, it cut me off. I stutter. My bad. Urban Meyer. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I was like, "Damn, bro, that's tough." But I mean, I mean, honestly, though, like, I feel like, dude, bro, he, he, the, he, the he, conversation he, is not. I know what y'all think about Irvin Meyer. No, I, I think y'all can pretty no, easily. Yeah. He has a superior like him, superiority but. complex, or whatever, however you say it. Like, he just thinks he's better than everybody, and you could tell them. He, motherfucker, he annoys the shit out of me. When I see him in the sidelines. He's not even watching the game. He's looking down. I'm gonna be like, "You got like." Well, that that part of that part of that is his stressing. I think that that's what I'm talking about with you know his brain. Yeah. I don't think he should be coaching at all, even with the superiority complex that he has. I, I do think that's actually a way to 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 describe that. It just goes beyond that to me, though. I mean, this is, and I guess when you're a college coach, you can do this to players maybe more. You, you can't you can't kick people. Let me let me be clear. Let me backtrack. You can't kick people, but you do have control over these players. In a way that an NFL coach just can't, that that they can't get away with, really. I just, do you think, and and Omero, what I want to ask you is, you know, you see, we go through all these NFL head coaching searches, and we we see people get hired, and then we see people maybe that should have gotten hired that don't, and then we see just coaches going totally stupid, and then some coaches get more lazy. I mean, there's just all these weird things and the 32 best people that deserve an NFL head coaching job don't seem to, it's never the best 32. I just want to ask you, Omer, do you think this is indicative of a bigger problem in the NFL? Not necessarily Urban Meyer being this. I don't know if coaches are like that, but do you think this is a problem that shows that just there's a really deep rooted issue with how we hire head coaches, how we think about head coaches, all of that. I don't think this show, it shows that there's a problem in the NFL of how we see head coaches, but I think it shows um, how 
college coaches translate into the NFL. So it's kind of just more of an example of what can happen. Because, like, I like how we how we started the season. He was like, it's like going against Bama every week. So I guess it just showed their mindset going into the season and how he approached every every week. Not knowing that he was, like, he was the worst team in the country, I guess, if you wanted to put it in college terms. Right. You know me. You know, I was going more the NFL angle about the head coaches, and I think that one's there. But I, I see where you would I, – I see why you're not going to go that far because this is kind of a – this is an extreme situation. But the college coach thing, the college but, coach thing, that's Because you can, you can also say, like, the coaching, like, in Dallas, like, when like when uh, Mike McCarthy, like, when he went to sign his defensive coordinators, he did it because, like, I think they were, like, close friends. Even though he had a history of of like of being a terrible defensive coach, but he still had him either way. And that was like the year before that the Cowboys had one of the best defense, and they went to have one of the worst. And if you look at, and the kind of kind of makes sense. Knowing yeah, Mike that, Nolan, Mike Nolan never should not have gotten that job. Yeah, so and and the defense kind of, is not amazing this year for the Cowboys. I think there's a lot more holes, and sometimes we like to point out. But you know they're getting all kinds of turnovers, and they might have a defensive player of the year. Two, I mean, they might have Michael two. Parsons, so yeah, two. You forgetting about Trevon Diggs. Trevon yeah, Diggs is in that. Trevon Diggs yeah, is in that race too. I mean, the interceptions he was getting in, and their and their offense was kind of a boomer bust corner, very good. And the Cowboys' offense was great last season before prior to Dallas's uh, uh, prior to Doug Prescott's injury. So it's, and the defense was the only problem because they couldn't stop any team. So it kind of shows like right. I think it that I think it more shows how human the NFL is. You know what I mean? Cuz everybody can make a mistake not knowing like who they're hiring or just taking a, a guess of what they're getting. Or, or or just hiring their buddies. I think you kind of said with the yeah. Nolan thing. It's kind of like the spoiler system in politics, just hiring your homies. You know what right. I mean? Like people who aren't who aren't um who aren't qualified Qualified, thank you. Yeah, who aren't qualified for that position, but they, they they're just hiring them, and then the season goes to hell. And that that's what happened here. Shad Khan and won Urban Meyer for a bit, and Meyer, I I think actually wasn't necessarily going to take it, but then he finally said, "You know what? I I do want to get back into it," and he decided to take this job. So I don't know why he took the Jaguars though. Like that's a taking already. The Jaguars is is like kind of like a project. And that's right. like the worst team in the NFL, and you're taking it like thinking, I'm gonna kick everybody's ass. But in reality, you should see see it as a pro, like a season of a building. What do you what I don't can think what he do you can handle that? I don't and think his brain. If you look at his health records, he does it. <laughs> like you can't. But that and and frankly, that's not even what bothers me. You know, that would just be a bad hire, right? This yeah. seems to be more than that. This seems to be a sense of entitlement that goes beyond the the things he's done lately, the the, the strife that we understand between players and coaches, even as assistant coaches versus a head coach, and and then the Josh Lambeau allegations now of him of Urban Meyer kicking him. I just think that this is beyond a bad hire to me. This is beyond the nepotism. This is where it's... I guess- I guess teams need to be more careful who they hire as their head coach. Because they also have Trevor Lawrence, uh, who's supposed to be like a generational quarterback, and he's not doing so well. 
And the most of their play calling it hasn't been great. It's kind of been setting them up for failure. So, bro, they haven't they haven't used their best of offensive offensive weapon most of the season. Yeah, so it's kind of it, it's kind of tough. It is. It's just hard to see that you can you can really waste a team like that. And and don't get me wrong, the Jags were not exactly supposed to be good. But I mean, as long as they got their picks, I think they're doing what they're supposed to. I would lose as much as I could. Not this way, though. Like not I think this way, though. Yeah, this way I don't think is inducive to winning, even if you get those draft picks. See, like that's how I would say. Like I would, I would, I would at least like try just try to build on like on my players. Like see who I have to work with. See what pieces are important. See what what my players can do. Their strengths, their weaknesses, and then. But I think nobody really knows what what the what to do in this team. So I get how like this this team is kind of just lost, and then their their head coach is supposed to be like the nucleus is kind of not a really good good person. So no, the mitochondria because really that's the power hustle so. I guess that's and, true. And and, and I <laughs> I still think of Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer has become kind of a <laughs> despicable person in my eyes. I I just could yeah. not deal with him. He kind of like, ruined his uh, image. Yeah, if he, he would have just stayed as a like, great college coach, he would have been good. But then he went on and to the do truth is bullshit. that image would have been out of proportion in a too positive of a way because I think we overlooked a lot of the things that happened while he was a college coach. That is true. If, if you also, if you lot. look at the, if you look at the Miami team with the, with the, the, the Florida, 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 the Florida team, yes. fault, yeah, he uh, that uh, that makes sense now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the coach makes sense. Like because that was a wild coach. It's weird that yeah. Tebow was a le- Tebow was a leader and he was very like holy. Yeah, no, makes, really. Yeah, that, the, that's yeah. That, that like makes that even stranger. The, like what the. F- I will. I will once again quote Bomani here because I, I think that this was a point that that was kind of interesting. Is I I wonder if Urban Meyer does this. He really does it to piggyback again off of what Jose said, the superiority complex. But Monty said Percy Harvin was on those uh, Florida teams. And he said, uh, basically, like, if if Urban Meyer had done this to Percy Harvin, like, Urban Meyer would be giving up the whistle. Like, I mean, it, it, like, Percy Harvin was not going to have that. Like, he would not allow Urban Meyer. Like, there, like that's not even, like, no. Percy Harvin's not really was so type nice. of dude. <laughs> yeah, he was, but he's <laughs> not going like, to let kind you, of person he was, but he was cold. <laughs> he's not going to let an old white dude kick him. Like, it's not, it's not yeah. going to happen, man. Like, he, he's going to take the whistle, and Urban Meyer's going to be have to take off, be taken off on a cart because he's going to be like, he's going to be messed up. Like, it's just not going to happen. That's not anything on Josh Lambeau. As much as I think that Urban Meyer's really starting to feel the scent has felt the sense of entitlement that I don't even completely understand where it comes from, but yet I do to a point. Uh, lastly, last, last thing I was just going to say, like, I think if the Jaguars release him, I think it kind of, uh, like, like fate, like make him face reality. You know what I mean? Bring him back to the real world. Right. Like you failed. Money though. They're going to have to buy him out. What's it called? Yeah. All, all I'm going to say, Jose though, I'll give it to you. Jose, last word. Okay, all I'm gonna say, Jaguars, bro. I I played franchise with your team, bro. This season, like that, I won 
17 games, bro. Come on, bro. I and I played an all pro. I mean, not I mean all Madden, all Madden. My bad. I played an all Madden. I I went undefeated and I won the Super Bowl my first year. Sign me, bro. Just a minimum contract. I don't go. I just, I just need to pay for my college, please, Jaguars. I I know I'll do better than Urban Meyer. I'll at least use Robinson. Shout me out. Oh my gosh. Let me let me look up the contract. And 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 I guess the last thing I'll last two things. Some people theorize that Urban Meyer wants to be fired because then he'd be bought out, right? And so it was hard to find details because really nothing was confirmed, but it was a five-year contract. I know that from the Adam Schefter tweet. Reportedly 10 to 12 million a year. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, the, the number Romero will reference is what the Jaguars may have left on the books for 13 games of Urban Meyer. Man, if he gets bought out, he's making 60 mil. On... No, I mean, he's and that's the thing is, I think I think that's correct. And we'll go ahead and check that, put it in the description. But yeah, money talks. That's fucked up, bro. He's going to steal from the Jags. No, yeah, he's going to, yeah. And he wins he's a, at that point. He's gonna walk around. A, he's gonna walk away a winner. That's what's unfortunate. But again, the Washington football team, we have not forgotten about you. They don't have we'll a talk name. About that next week. <laughs> no, I Did don't. No, that don't bother all, me. The options that were given f- for their name change were f- ridiculous. So uh, that's crazy. They yeah, might actually yeah, just hey. stay with the Washington football <laughs> team, and that's a shame. I would go with like. The founders, the Washington founders or something like that. You know what I mean? Hey, man, that don't bother me. What bothers me is what's been going on in that organization for too long. Bro, that stadium is fucking Yeah, that, that's like the tip of the iceberg is how destroyed that's cherry that on top. That, that is, yeah, like, that's just... We'll talk about that next week. I think there's a lot to get into there. But we'll see. Okay, this should be the last time I come from the future. We'll be back. This time, we'll start with what we actually started our podcast with. Steph Curry breaking the three-point record. Talk a little bit about the MVP race. How some teams and players are not always talked about as much. And then we'll talk about how COVID is running rampant through the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, and in turn, probably the entire country. First, we need to talk about what happened last night in Madison Square Garden. Steph Curry, as we all expected, breaks the three-point record. Of course, does it in the Knicks' house. And it seemed like Knicks fans were awfully happy about it, which was kind of sad to see how they just became, you know, the rug that everyone just steps on, wipes their feet on. And does all their things on. They're not even the focus, but that's okay. For another day. Stephen A. Smith wasn't very happy. I, I got to watch him tirade about it. And then Jalen Rose giving him even more crap about it. And Stephen A. walked off. But that's okay. 
Steph Curry. No, sorry. Uh, sorry, sorry. Jose looked for a second like he was frozen. Omero looked like he was frozen, so I just got really confused. Did you just hear me? Well, also the pictures got blurry. The images oh. on my screen got blurrier too, because I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, are we really going to go <laughs> through this again right now? Like, I'm not. Right now, we we're already starting this really late. I really didn't want. I, I, I'm like, I don't need any problems. Sean's not here right now. He he was not able to do it with us. Our schedules just suddenly didn't match. The last straw was honestly my fault, but that's okay. Uh, it was signing day. Had to cover that. Texas Tech has the 40th rated recruiting class in the country after when Joey McGuire took over about a month ago. It was in the high 70s. So in a month, he pretty much turned around that recruiting class. Of course, Texas A&M, as Jose pointed out to me, the number one recruiting class in the nation. Gigamags. Any, anyway, Steph Curry, just an amazing achievement. And I, I think we, we can all talk about that. You know, I mean, just what, what do you guys think he is really meant for the game? Because the three-point shot and the way he plays and everyone's taking threes now, just just kind of give me, give me your thoughts on all that. I mean, it's Steph Curry now. I mean, we've known for a while, but now we can, like, for sure, with no excuse, say he's the best shooter of all time, all time, <laughs> and arguably in the conversation for being the best superstar of the generation. What generation? Okay, okay, hold on a second. This generation. You tripping? Oh, Omar, yeah, Omar is like, wait a minute, is he saying what I think he's saying? Yeah, he is. He's. Look, I mean, here's the he, thing. He, if you were not a LeBron... He deserves his respect, but... If you do not hate LeBron, we could maybe talk about this in a logical sense, but I think we know yeah. where this is coming from. Even but you know what? I mean, Let's entertain it. Let's entertain this notion. Tell me... Okay. Tell me something that, Curry, that LeBron can do that Curry can't. He plays better defense. I mean, and I mean, right now, no, not necessarily. I mean, LeBron's older, but yeah, at his peak, I mean, LeBron defense. Come on, man. Uh, the ability to drive to the basket. I mean, st- I mean, I mean, and Steph that's just on the size. No, like I mean, LeBron's better in most <laughs> aspects of the game. Yeah, like, <laughs> in, in LeBron's passing is uh, honestly better. Although Steph Curry has become a fantastic point guard, even in a more traditional sense has become a fantastic point guard. LeBron's passing is still, I'm not going to say second to none. There's maybe a couple, there, there's a couple people I'd put ahead of him, but um, I, I think everything that LeBron can do and the, in his way, he took the game. He, he, he's the face of the NBA still. I, I, I just think, and he was the face of the NBA for that generation. Maybe, I mean, you could say Kobe Bryant, maybe in that early part of LeBron's career, but, I, I I just think LeBron's greatness is on not a completely different level, but a slightly different level. It's it's on the Jordan level. And, okay. All and I said I is I don't know that Steph is there. All I said during the same conversation, and I I wouldn't blame somebody for bringing up th- that point. I don't think they're in the same. Well, they're probably. I mean, they 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 both impacted the game, but well, if it's just, no, 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 actually, actually, like, not not. It, if you want to talk like straight up impact, I don't think LeBron had as much impact as Curry. I think he's still better in the generation and everything. I never said he yeah, wasn't. I just, I, I just said I, 
I see how I see how people can say that now. I still think LeBron's still the best other other generation. Okay. But impact level, Curry had much more impact for the NBA than LeBron had. Yeah. No, okay. I, I, I can go there because Curry has changed the game. I, I was I was more focusing on the profile of who the who the face of the NBA is really. Is LeBron James? It's I LeBron think even Moore. now it still is. But um I was focusing more on that and also just how good of a player he is. LeBron, even LeBron even now, a, I, I think Steph would actually be he's oldest right. and he's He's amazing, right? I like. Yeah, we no, should, and like, he's still one of the best players in the league. Um, oh God, we should just be a, appreciate but, this. But 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 the impact, I, I get where you're going there, because Steph has changed the way people are playing. Um, oh, he. Uh, I, I think mean, he everyone's trying to shoot threes, bro. Like everyone. Yeah. I mean, it was one thing when everyone was like Kobe. I mean that that was its own impact, but now with Steph, it's just like everybody's jacking up threes from like. The, the driveway across the street into their basketball goal. Like, I mean, it's, it's just changed. Every, everybody's like, <laughs> like nobody wants to dunk it anymore. No, bro. They just want to shoot threes like Curry. And they think they can because Steph doesn't look like, you know, a, Steph doesn't look like LeBron. He doesn't look like Giannis. He doesn't look like any of these guys that just, it, it seems unfathomable or even Kobe. I mean, Steph is 6'4", which is tall, but it, I mean, compared to an NBA dude, that that's kind of short. He he's he's not like big, muscular. He's actually extremely strong for an average person. But I mean, he doesn't look that. He just doesn't. He doesn't. It looks attainable, even though it's not anywhere close. <laughs> like like you can't do that. You can't do what this man does. I mean, I, I I can do it. One thing I want to, I can do it on two K. I've greened seven uh, threes I, I, in oh, bro, perfect bro. in a row. Bro, you want? Mm. I, I know with Steph, I can do that in two K. You you remember that? Yeah, no, I, I shut Steph, up. Steph, the goal. I said, I said my my <laughs> player, bro. That that's me. That's me. If I was a uh, six two. Honestly, though, what I want to ask y'all is, it kind of the fact that he has changed the game. To where everybody's shooting threes and everyone's coming into the league, probably they've even shot a bunch of threes more than usual. Do you think that his record, I guess, uh, number one, will be broken? Number two, if so, how long will it take? I think eventually. Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know because he, st- he broke it very, pretty early. But what's it called? He broke it pretty early. He still has a good amount of years in him. I honestly, I think he's gonna pack it up enough to where it, it won't be broken. That's just what I think. You think so? I think because uh, Steph kind of did change the game, so I think kids right now are kind of practicing like three pointers right now, like that's their uh, uh, like way to play the game. So once they're into the league, they're gonna be used to just like shooting up three, like shooting threes, and I'm pretty sure eventually they'll break his record. I mean, I see that, but even like the newer, newer generation that's coming in, that's grew up with Steph, they're still not making them or shooting them at the same rate and amount that Steph is. So, like, I don't know that he motherfucker feel different, bro. Unless you just pull out a two K player out of out of your um out of your PlayStation, I don't think that record's <laughs> gonna be broken anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really, pull out the my player, but Steph Curry, I think. I think maybe sometimes we get caught up in thinking that, and you know, you watch sports, sports TV, and all that stuff, and you listen sports radio and podcasts, and it, 
And and it's kind of like, wow, is this going to be broken? You kind of want to start to make a conversation about it. How far is he going to go? And I think what we have to do, and I know we literally just did exactly what I, what I just said, but I think you have to appreciate this for what it is. I think even with the overpowered warriors we had for a few years, where it seemed like, you know, oh my gosh, we know exactly who's going to win. It's boring in that sense, you know, blah, blah. It's not not that great for the league. KD's a snake, all that stuff, right? In that sense, I even have to appreciate that because the basketball you saw was still pretty fun basketball, and then KD could just absolutely kill him. Motherfucker, yeah, too. KD and, and that, that's bro. just something we KD may not Ashy, see again. He needs some more lotion. Did you see his skin, bro? He act, like I know we joke around, say he's like a snake. Hey, that bro, was but a long he, time ago, bro. Let chill out, chill out on him, bro. He's, that was a long time. That that was like a month ago. Chill out, bro. It's okay. We already made fun of him. <laughs> Actually, we he's, didn't make fun of him on here. So. He's still yeah, Ashi, though. You need some lotion. <laughs> all those things about his KD's ashy legs. That's probably all he thinks about. He just goes to bed and is like, damn, why KD so ashy? <laughs> he's shading, he, he's shading Kaylin, his skin Kaylin for Kaylin real. Kalen probably, probably laying next to him like, oh, well, he better not be thinking about other girls. And Jose like, oh, it's KD. why is KD so ashy? It's like that meme, you know? Oh yeah, Kevin Kevin Durant though. I get, I get that that kind of leads us in the next part, the MVP race, and I I I saw the ESPN Sports Center graphic and it showed Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. And I'm like, where is the respect for my man? Really, actually, where's the respect for Giannis Antetokounmpo as well? I think I mean he's playing extremely well too. Had to carry a injury riddled Bucks team for a while. Now they're pretty much at full strength. But where's the respect for Nikola Jokic? I mean, this man, it continues to have stats to jump off the page, continues to carry this Nuggets team. Now he's anchoring their defense, which when he plays is one of the best defenses in the league. And, and we're just we're just gonna act like he don't exist. I think because or, or we're just gonna style, act like it's because his play style is boring, you know what I mean? So nobody really cares. And like, but like, he plays the. He's he's doing really good though. He's he's playing like the best. I, I, I don't. I don't even think it's that. Honestly, Ever. I just think he suffers from the mountain zone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like nobody cares. Time bro. zone, right? Like nobody cares about that time zone. So I was like, even like when the Phoenix were like whooping like, ass, Steph is, like, he shoots three. He's like his play style is like flashy. He's shooting threes. He's you know he's breaking records. But like, uh, Jokic is just chilling. Very technical. Yeah, I mean, Yogi shoots threes of his own. Sometimes they'll have some wild passes too, but yeah, I, I'm not sure. I think, I think both of what you said play into that. I, I, I really do because Jokic's play style can be more boring. I don't think it's as boring as people say it is, but it, it doesn't quite have the flash that you know Steph Curry has, well, or even no, Kevin says- Durant has. Where it's just this big lane you do, and then just bang. It's like, whoa. Yeah. It's it's just the athleticism jumps off the page. But um, but that mountain time zone thing is 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 a real it's a real it's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, like the jazz, nobody cares about the jazz. Jazz they're the no, best that's, that's not that, the best team that's in the, not even in the NBA. Yeah, but the, the jazz thing isn't really just a mountain time zone, it's just like it's it's Utah. <laughs> Because it's That's in true. the mountain time zone. Like, I mean, I think I, I get where you're going, but I think it's also being in the mountain time zone 
contribute. Wait, to is that. because like, like alone, wait, it, I don't think it would be the same. Is is isn't isn't like the Jazz like the located in the least populated area out of all the NFL teams? Well, okay, so it it's a little weird because you're also talking what what city are we talking about or like the TV market and that 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 can be two different things. What the fuck? I was right. I was right. It was Utah. Utah has the least. I think the the smallest NBA market is the Memphis Grizzlies. New Orleans right ahead of them. TV market sizes, courtesy of Sports Media Watch. Got this off the Hoop Social site. Yeah, smallest um, smallest metro population is actually is Utah. That's true. The smallest TV market is actually Memphis. So Utah does have some reach because, I mean, there, there's also not a whole lot out there. But, um, but but the point still stands. Where, where yeah, I mean, you're you're. It's just the the reach isn't quite the same. I think also though, uh, Phoenix kind of falls into that they, they they are affected by the fact they're in the mountain time zone they are phoenix after all and an uh, area that's growing and growing so in the end and also now they have chris paul and devin booker they made the nba finals people know who they are a little more they're more in the national spotlight but they went 16 and 0 in the month of november we didn't maybe talk about them as much as we should have right <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. i think <laughs> Like if the Warriors had gone sixteen on the month of November, it would have been like twenty four seven everywhere, right? Or the Lakers if they had done it. Oh my god! If the Knicks had done it, you, there would be nothing else to talk about, right? Yeah. If the Knicks had gone, I mean, I feel like if the Knicks could go like just twelve and four in the month of November, that'd be all we could talk about because it's the Knicks. But that's just how it goes. Um. I would be tempted to put I'd be tempted to put Jokic in MVP. I think his team success hurts him this year too, but his, when he's playing, they do well. They do better than their record shows. I'd be tempted to put him at number 1 even ahead of Steph, even with the season he's having. That be that's not even take away from Steph. I just wonder if the season Jokic is having should be recognized more. I don't know though. It, it'll be a debate that may end up being useless. Steph may end up winning it all anyway, and in ways probably should. I think it would be good for him to actually get an MVP after those peak years with the Warriors. I think it, yeah. it's kind of like the culmination. The storyline works better in that sense. How about KP for MVP, bro? I, okay, no. No, bro. No, no, no. 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 Like, no. <laughs> No, bro, no, carry, no, bro. like no. <laughs> He's the, no. the Mavs are in a three-game winning streak without Luca. Look who's carrying the load, my man. The unicorn. Okay, for three games, three games, three games. They're about to, they're about to beat the fucking Lakers too. That's four games. The Lakers are not that good, bro. Hey man, <laughs> you hey, would agree with me hey. on that. <laughs> like hey. you would normally agree with me. Like no, they not good, bro. That ain't an achievement. That ain't like something to like hang your hat on unless you're like the Thunder because that's funny, but it's also just funny. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 that's not at least an necessarily all-star. take away from Porzingis. Uh, yeah, he, he may make a run for that. He may make a run for that because he has finally in Dallas played like the Porzingis they thought they would have. Long but, KP. Uh, hold on, though. All this, all this. So, and and this applies to the NFL too. You see, COVID cases are running through both leagues. 
at a rampant rate now. And the NBA, I'll actually start with the NFL. You've had over 100 players test positive in the last three days. The NFL has made tier one and tier two employees. Keep in mind, this does not include players. Um, they mandated the, that they get their booster shots by late December. The NFL has not released a booster policy or how protocols would change with boosters. None of that's been discussed yet. Seven teams are in enhanced protocols due to COVID-19. The Browns, the Bears, the Falcons, the Lions, the Rams, the Vikings, and Washington all in enhanced COVID protocols. The Chiefs have lost a couple defenders. Chris Jones, most notably. Willie Gay as well. The Rams, they've just been taken. I mean, they had five test positive before Monday night. Then they managed to beat the Cardinals, which was a big win. And then Odell Beckham got placed on the list. Justin Hollins, Johnny Munn, I mean, a bunch of dudes that are on the Rams. They were already hit with Jalen Ramsey before Monday night. Tight end Tyler Higby. The Browns, Baker Mayfield tested positive. Kevin Stefanski tested positive. They have had 18 players, including on their practice squad, on the COVID list. So they're going to have to figure something out before Saturday's game against the Raiders. The NFL still has made the position they're not going to postpone games. We will see. It's going to be tested a lot. And I haven't even gotten to Washington where they're having COVID issues. Washington also has 18 players. New York Giants has had multiple players. I mean, it's it's running crazy around the league. And then the NBA. The NBA, the Raptors have actually gone to 50% capacity. They're the only team to do that. Um, they probably will be the only team to do that, frankly. The Brooklyn Nets barely had enough players to field the team. Frankly, bolstering Kevin Durant's case, he's out here playing 48 minutes and putting up 50 just to get him a win against, funny enough, the Raptors. And for them, it's kind of coming at a bad time. You know, the Christmas games, this really when the NBA season starts. The NBA, they may go into more protocols or, or higher protocols, restricting outside access for teams and visiting markets. Test Daily testing instead of weekly testing like the NFL may do. I mean, there's all kinds of things. The Bulls have postponed two games. Or the, the NBA postponed two of the Bulls games because... They were ravaged, and then it got worse, and then they said, no, we're going to postpone it. Now that I've pretty much laid out how screwed everybody is, right? Um, what do you guys think really is going to happen? What do you think needs to happen? Do you think protocol, certain policies need to be put in place? I mean, what do you think is going to happen? And I think also what I want to ask is, how would you feel? How do you, how do you even feel in this situation? It's like, where... Almost two years into this, and actually in ways we're kind of over two years in, and it just, we're in some ways going back to the same issues. I don't know. It kind of sucks because I don't know what else you could do because I feel like the bubble worked, but you can't do the bubble every season. And you know, I think that's too, that's, that's a, that's taking away like a lot of freedom from the players and just making them like kind of too many, like, like Tyson too. I mean, yeah, yeah. One, 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 one thing I want to interject: the bubble. I mean, you saw, you you saw in the bubble like players are really mentally drained, and even with the Jacob Blake shooting happened, they all stopped for a second. It helped that they were mentally drained from the bubble. I mean, Paul George, the Funk, and all that. So, uh, I'm gonna continue. I just wanted to interject with that. 
No, but yeah, I think if we can make them like do the bubble every season, that's making them like kind of like monkeys, like in a circus, like not like animals in a circus is different or entertainment. Because without sports, the world was really boring, and COVID really has been going on for really, like multiple years at this point. You know what I mean? And I don't know, I don't know when it's gonna end. And uh, what's it called? I don't know. I don't know what you could do. I, as you could, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you could do to be honest. Because I'm pretty. The bull is like. Well, I guess we could talk about that later. But um, I don't know. Because like even with vaccine, vaccine with like uh, players that are vaccinated, they can still get sick. So it's not like you can stop the outbreak. Just by getting I think the what's a little scary is you know the NBA's uh, I think ninety seven percent vaccinated. The NFL is about ninety five. Uh, something like that, and they're still having these issues. Um, frankly, the the country is not quite ninety five percent vaccinated, right? So um, it, it it makes you think about how is it how is it spreading in this country right now? Because I, I don't think sports leagues are in their own bubbles. NHL is having hella problems too. Um, so it's not it's not just those. Jose, what were you gonna say? Give me a minute. Ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> what the hell? Ah, that's some I'm bullshit. Literally playing Madden. No, I'm not. Oh no, you're playing 2K. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I watched the fucking game. What? Uh, some random ass rookie from the Lakers hit a game winning three. I don't even know who the fuck it is. No, shit, bro. What? Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Which one? Yeah. I don't know wait, his name, one? bro. Why, bro? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to. Uh, yeah. Uh, his name. Uh, Reeves. 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 Oh, oh, that's a shame. I was hoping it was Mac. <laughs> I was hoping it was Mac, bro. Who the fuck is like, this is dude? My boy. Man, that's a bum ass way to end it. But uh, what's it called? Oh yeah, I said just just uh stop the season and give give the fucking um uh, give the chip to the Detroit Lions. I'm I'm not I'm not totally against that idea. Hold on a second. I think we go. I think we go somewhere here. Except for the fact that the Lions are are total ass. Although maybe that's the reason to give it to them. I don't know. They've yeah, had a rough season, you know. They're the, they'll be the, the first team in the league, to be honest. They'll be the first NFL team to have a NBA championship. That's legendary. Stop the season and give them the chip. It's over. Bro, honestly, though. But. That'd be insane. Uh, but, like, no cap. I, th- I think they're going to pause the season. Like, if this keeps going, I think they're going to pause it. There's no way around it. The The NFL or the NBA season? NBA. NFL don't give a f- it's kind of where I was going there, but yeah. The why? Why do you think the NBA will actually pause? Because I, I mean, I feel like they they may be stubborn in a sense too, and they didn't even pause last season. However, I, I, I see where you're going, but I don't know. I just feel like because like it's been a lot of cases piling up recently, and uh, even with injuries, a lot of a lot of people getting injured anyways. But I don't think that really matters. We're talking about COVID right now, but yeah, there's a lot of people like getting that. Sh- um, and uh, if they're gonna start postponing a lot of games, then they probably just pause it. Maybe. And uh, I don't know. I heard. Uh, I was watching this game, and uh, Van Gundy was like, "I think they're either gonna pause it or make another bubble." And I was like, "I, I hope to God not." But I, it, but um, I think they will. And I was like, "He probably right." I I get why you think that, and I would possibly be on that train too. But we saw this last year. We had an episode. I think it was maybe in our second episode or a fourth episode or something like that. I'll, I'll, I may, I'll, I'll probably even put it in the description. 
where where we kind of had some of these same conversations because that was the, the when I mean the league had to deal with COVID all all season, but I mean there was a point where it was like oh my gosh every it felt like every team had a, at least one COVID case and like a quarter of the team seemed to have stupid big outbreaks and we were dressing injured players just so they could play and so teams could play like Mike Scott being dressed for game I mean it was just stupid crazy weird crap. Which you're starting to see now, but not at that same level. So the only reason I push back on that is because they didn't pause it last year. And I just think that would be an awfully large step to take. What I also think is it may depend on the booster intake. And I think a lot of NBA players have gotten the booster. I both have you gotten the booster? I actually have gotten the booster. I got it. That's last. good. When did I get it? I forgot when uh, I got it. I kind of just went in and got it one day. But yeah. Do you I gag when you brush your tongue, Bulls? No, but I mean, how, how how far back do you go? To where you get all the white shit in the back? Maybe, maybe I don't go that far back. Okay, okay. Any, anyway, though, like a lot a lot of NBA players, I think, have actually gotten the booster vaccine. Um and and one of the things that I didn't mention was beginning December 17th, only a couple days, possibly by the time you listen to this, maybe has already happened. NBA players who have not received booster COVID-19 dose will be subject to game day testing. Team personnel who have yet to receive the booster are no longer permitted to interact with players, travel with the team, or continue as tier one. So that that was announced in early December before the the outbreaks really started to get going. So I mean, you're talking a lot. I think a lot of NBA players have actually gotten boost uh, booster shots, but to me, though, I I feel like at that point the boosters we do know help. So I just don't necessarily see them going that far. And I think as much as the season, I I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll eat my words, but I just don't quite see it. I feel like they're going to postpone games. But I don't think they're going to go full steam, especially if they can get NBA players to take the booster. I hope I hope I don't have to eat my words, I guess, how I'll word it. That, that's how I'll word it. There's just not a whole lot. Sometimes there's not a lot to talk about because this situation is so complex. And it may be best to talk to someone about it, but we'll we'll see what happens as we keep going. COVID's, COVID never left, but it's back harder than it has been in a while up next we'll we'll end it a little lighter we'll do we'll do what we should throw a flag up next Welcome back. We're going to end this real quickly. Or quickly-ish. I don't know. Season 2, Episode 8, Flags and Fouls. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Nathan Bowles, Jose Duran, Omer Loya, Sean Doherty out for the night. He should be back next week. He has herpes. Number one on Throw a Flag. First time we've done this in a while. Let's talk. 
talk about a quote from Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach, December 11th. Mike Leach said, players opting out of bowl games is, quote, one of the biggest absurdities that I've seen, end quote. Quote, you owe it to your team, you owe it to your fans, you owe it to your coaches, and it's the most bizarre thing in the world to me, end quote. So Mina Kimes decided to go find an ESPN story of how Mike Leach got the Texas Tech job. Early December 1999, Bob Stoops bounded into the locker room with the Oklahoma head coach at the time. Pump then in his first year as Oklahoma's coach, as soon as he finished 7-4, earned a trip to a bowl game. He was ready to go to work, but his players weren't. They were shaking because their offensive coordinator, Mike Leach, had just been named the head coach of Texas Tech. And he was just gone. Stoops gathered his players and told them the facts of coaching life. Quote, you've had coaches come and go around here the last few years because you played so poorly. Now you've played well, so well that you got one a job in just one year. Be happy for him and you. That's fun. Seems to always be the thing, too, is, you know, oh, players are going to get paid. It's going to ruin the game, says the multimillionaire coach. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. You just got to think about these things. All right, number two. Tweet from at Wiser Executive on Twitter is from December 14th. If I had a time machine, I would go back and warn OJ Simpson that someone was about to murder his wife. Damn. Context oh. a quote from OJ Simpson, who just got out of parole. Uh, months ago, he said, I don't want to go back, uh, paraphrasing, I don't want to go back to LA because I might sit next to the killer. If you somehow do not know the OJ Simpson case, please look it up. He didn't do it, bro. He didn't do it. That glove didn't fit. His hands didn't fit. All right, who's arthritis who? <laughs> uh, What's arthritis? He didn't do it. Free What's my man. I mean, Rodney King? Free. We didn't do it in retaliation. We, we didn't acquit him in, in retaliation for Rodney King. Nah. Nah, bro. Nah. M- most it. evidence ever? Nah, bro. He he not. I said he didn't do it, bro. Nah. He didn't do it. The Menendez brothers didn't oh, do bro, it either. They, I mean, they did it, but it was self-defense. Hey, freedom. They did do it. No, they no, they did it, but they ain't guilty like that. <laughs> yeah, freedom. <laughs> Free the Menendez brothers. They didn't do nothing. <laughs> they got molested. That's on the parents, bro. Number three, and I wish I had known this when, when we started the episode. I wish I had read this tweet because Amara sent it to me. At uh. At I-H-Y Juju. I sound like a boomer trying to read these usernames. Once COVID ends, starting to sound a lot like once GTA 6 dropped. That just goes back to our whole conversation earlier. Number four, Jose found a tweet, and I will find it and put it in the description and on the video. One tweet that said, quote, I can't blame kids for still believing in Santa. There's adults that still believe in Baker Mayfield. Yes, sir. Mayfield has been... Mid most of his career this year, he's bad. Is he injured? Is he not injured? We don't know. He's just trash. What a trash. Nah, Jose nah, is nah, not one of nah, the adults true, that bro. believes in Baker N- Mayfield. Now you see, now you see that Odell wasn't the problem. I mean, he's still looking kind of trash. Like he's not the same Odell, but he wasn't. Oh, we knew the Odell wasn't the problem. We knew that was stupid. Yeah, we knew that was stupid. <laughs> Baker just stupid, bro. I hate Baker with the passion. Number five, uh, number five. Next one, those of you watching on YouTube, if you're not watching on YouTube, you should because we'll show you the video. At Fast Break Break shows the highlight of Matthew Dellavedova getting pulverized in the PBL. That man has a family. And, and then all the white dudes started fighting each other. It was pretty wild. And uh, the, the, best, the best quote on it from Bomani Jones, hashtag white on white crime. 
Number six, Tom Brady. Looking out here, the stat muse summed it up best. They just sent a a picture of Tom Brady, and then they put a picture of Michael Vick. Because this man, the Bills defense, let this man look like Michael Vick. This man scrambled for two first downs. You let a 44-year-old man scramble for two first downs. Can see the goal. The hell is wrong. I don't care if you came back. I don't care if Josh Allen put the team on his back. You let a 44-year-old man scramble for two first downs. Imagine being on the radio and you're like listening to this game on the radio and you hear that he scrambled for a first down. And you're just like, oh, maybe I heard that wrong. And then he does it again. You're like, and you hear that Brady like fought through it and even reach out. And you're like, nah, bro. These commentators are on crag. My radio broken. Nah, bro. No way that Tom Brady scrambled for this shit, bro. The Bills are Why? just I mean, out. what is this man? Tom Brady's got to be on drugs. No, that man is a drug, bro. He, he's the NFL's kryptonite. He's Superman. He don't have kryptonite. And then, though, the last one will be a much more somber one, but also something to remember. This is a good flag. The Broncos honoring Demarius Thomas. We talked about it. Passed away suddenly last week, 33 years old. Broncos played their first game since his death on Sunday. Demarius Thomas, star wide receiver for the Denver Broncos. On the first play, Denver lined up only 10 10 men on the field, leaving a wide receiver spot open. Broncos were hit with the delay game penalty. The Lions graciously declined the penalty. Broncos went on to win 38 to 10. Justin Simmons made an incredible interception, immediately went to the number 88, honoring Thomas and put the ball there. Another turnover they did it. I mean, the memorial outside the stadium was beautiful. Broncos released a tribute video. Rest in peace, DT. Bay Bay, number 88. You were gone too soon. That's all we've got for episode eight, season two of Flies and Fouls. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Don't be Urban Meyer. Please be safe out there with COVID. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Flies and Fouls. You guys, say some stupid shit to let us out of here. My name is Jeff. <laughs> when are we gonna do our pit? When when are we gonna do like when are we gonna do like the MVP shit, like the defensive rookie of the of the year shit, like the of the summer I don't know when are we going to do those picks <laughs> when the regular season ends really we, we, we're not going to do it like 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 the week before like the last the second to last week of the NFL no because like what's the point then like I don't know maybe like I, I, I don't know it just seems kind of pointless to me at that point like I, I don't know I mean like if we did it regularly that'd be one thing but I don't know it just kind of seems pointless to me I feel you might as well that. just wait till it ends. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel that. Fuck Rogers, you bitch. MVP, MVP, MVP. No, fuck Rogers. NBA bro. game picks, NBA and fuck. NFL game picks are on the what? website. NBA ones already should have been up a while ago. Lakers beat the Mavs in the first one. NFL ones will start, of course, Thursday night. Game winner, buddy. He gonna get traded soon. He is finna get traded on oh from Miles Turner, and then they're gonna go win the chip. Nah, then Brown's getting fit, fit. Nah, the GM out here thinking this is a game of 2K. The GM, basically. The GM, the goat. The nah, like brothers worked in 2K. I mean, 
just how you said I let go and you and and that, that, shit, that, shit, that goes the other way too it goes the bum the bitch the choke the bum the trash the trash the trash I just want to see. I want to see how LeBron would that play two K category in the in, in, in final NBA finals. Hold <laughs> on, I want to watch LeBron do a playthrough of two K in my GM or my league. It doesn't matter whichever one. I want to watch him do it. Or, or what? What do they call it now? My NBA. I don't know yeah, what they call NBA. it now. On next year, I'm gonna sound NBA. like a my, my NBA. My NBA. Okay, I want to see him play through that. I want to see he what probably, he does. We need to see the GM in does. action. Bro, he's probably going to be a GM once he retires. Just watch. I was about to say, he's just be an owner. Retire. What are you talking about? He's going to be an owner, yeah. He's going to be like how Jordan owns the Hornets. He's going to own the Cavs. Yeah, we know. Well, well, whichever team comes open first. That That's kind of what happened, Jordan. <laughs> I mean, but uh, Jordan got lucky, though. because he's, like, he's from North Carolina, yeah, so he got lucky with... And all right. Hey, what's he up? was he was pretty bad, but he, he scored with Lamelo and he's been good after that. Yeah, he was right. With That's Kendall. it though, Lamelo though. Everybody else was ass. <laughs> well, he not really. Good. Good. Nah, he was really good if with Kemba. Like, he, he, <laughs> he was really good when he dropped the Kemba. Right, my fault. Kemba and Lamelo were good, but all seven others before them were fucked. <laughs> 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 okay, for real, for real, we're gone, we're gone. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Alright, please, deuces. Happy holidays. Alright. <laughs>